I agree. Slippers are very nice. They're, they're super comfy, and they're just yeah. like especially like around the house. Yeah, slippers are unmatched. How could you hate on warm feet, bro? Like you can't hate on. They hate us. They hate the slippers because they don't understand. They, yeah, they never had slippers themselves. They just see people wearing them. Like that's stupid. They haven't grad. They haven't gra- graduated to warm feet and slippers to just be yeah. doubling up on socks have, and bullshit. Yeah. Like that. You have to like it's a certain type of maturity to be able to wear. Yeah, hundred percent, dude. Yeah. 100%. Um, his name is Clem, and he will be on the podcast later on. What are your thoughts about Clem? Was was Clem the one who dissed the slippers? He did diss the slippers. He's an immigrant. It's not his fault. That's very disappointing information. He doesn't know how it goes here in America, even though he's been no. here since yeah. like 14 or 15. He's not used to the luxuries of American life. At what age are you not an immigrant? Like, I wait, like if you come over at like two, come on, bro. You're not. Like, yeah, you're on. not. An immigrant. Yeah, okay. I mean, you are, but like. Like, no, you're American. Like, if you lived here, like, basically your whole life, yeah. American. My dad moved from Korea when he was like four. Is he an immigrant? Technically, yes. Yeah, but like, for all intents and purposes, he's he's American. He's American, yeah, for like, sure. Like, if you asked him, he would say he's like, yeah. yeah. All right, so um, we have this new idea. I have this new idea where you know this podcast is so new. I don't really know how I'm going to go about breaking down guys who are like not as naturally extroverted as i am so we're gonna test these questions out on teddy and um i have uh i think the opening question that i was gonna throw out um at my guest is um oh wait i'm going too fast before we do the questions so this is all work in pro uh process progress work in progress um we want the guest to tell us about themselves and like like how how should I ask that? Like how should I should be like tell me about yourself is pretty shallow. May I ask something better like um who is Teddy? Maybe that's a better question. Who's Teddy? I hate that question. Well how else would you say it? Just, I don't know. Spell. When you look what, in the mirror. What's your name? Like what are, what are you into? Like what do you do? Yeah, because I guess at the beginning like, who, of the podcast you don't Teddy? have to like who is Teddy is like a, a interview question. Like you walk in, yeah and like Yeah. So who is Teddy? Yeah. And you're just like, God. Yeah. Yeah. That's facts. We'll ease into it. We'll be like, yeah. Cause it's the beginning of the podcast. So we'll get into the other like details later. Yeah. Yeah. So what's up? What, what, wait, what, what, what was the question that you, what's, what's like, what are you into, man? What do you do? Yeah. So what do you do, Teddy? What do you do in your, uh, no, not free time. I'm just like, what do you do? You can't ask people what they, you can't just say like, what do you do? And then just start the podcast. Be like, that's so abrupt. And like, no, like, why are you here? What do you do? Like, tell me. Why are you here? Because you invited me. Well, like, I just feel like you just be like, like, what, like, what's like, like, what's interesting about you? Like, what's something mm. that, like? Tell us about yourself. Okay. Yeah, that's good. I All think right. that's the one. Tell us about yourself. Okay. My name is William Theodore. <laughs> I am almost 21 years old and I am studying to be a mechanical engineer. Fire. And when he turned 21 february 6th 6th the 6th that's gotta be a lie dude today's oh my god the 17th yeah it's like wow. two, a little over two weeks and he will be able to drink legally he'll take his first sip of alcohol ever on february, february. 6th and he will he will bulldoze through bulls i don't know about that teddy has told me multiple times that for his first alcoholic drink ever he wants it to be with a tree shit bulls that, and 
I'm not even hating on that. Like that that's a good plan. Patently false. <laughs> Bulls would be the uh, last. No, place no, no. I he told me go. that. He told me that. That'll be the last place I would go on my 21st. He said, "Woo, take me to Bulls on my 21st." And I said, "Bro, that's kind of a weird request, but at the same time, I have like a very deep respect for that. Like I, I know a lot of guys who mog Bulls late in the AM." And I would want to be there with you on the day that you become legally on a Monday night. Bulls on a Monday night. Dude, that's even better. Like, what the fuck <laughs> no, goes on at not, Bulls? Nothing, Monday night, nothing. dude. It's just, you got to be so down bad to go to Bulls on a Monday night. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen a 21-year-old inside of Bulls. That's what I'm saying. I'm not going to lie. It's, they don't exist there. No. No. Nice. 21-year-olds do not spawn into Bulls at all. I have been in my experience in Bulls has been like pretty unpleasant. Like I don't think that I've like I don't think I've drank there. Like I've I'm, I've gone there like three times. I think only once was I like I had a good time. Yeah, I mean the only like redeeming fact. It's not even redeeming. It's just, like the only good thing about it is that like it's cheap. It's cheap. Yeah, and you might die, which makes it a little bit more exciting, admittedly. Yeah, but like I feel like there's like better bars that also have those two qualities. what's your favorite bar on campus as of right now oh what's my favorite bar on campus as of right now because you're not 21 so you've never been to bars my favorite bar is i'd say i i just admit i've just been introduced to standard because i just turned 21 and i love it and we'll take yeah. you there sometime yeah i've never been there teddy's actually never drank at all it's weird it's weird. I always tell him like, dude, like he's literally in a frat and I'm like, bro, like just take like taste one beer and I don't even know how they let him in the frat, not yeah. drinking at all. But he's just a very like he's just a patriot. Like he just he respects the law and it's how he carries himself. It'd be a dark day before I broke the law in this great country. So. Freedom. Yo, what uh how did we meet? Like when did we meet, do you think? Um either like in What was the first time? I like kindergarten or it was um like a church it was probably a church. Yeah. Grace Church. Yeah. Very little. Shout out Grace Church. I got some guys that watch from back there. Um that was a meeting place. Yeah, me and Teddy have known each other for a minute now, for sure. Um but I still dislike him, but we just like ignore the trouble and just get along like like we beef a lot, which is why we don't really speak to each other, but mm -hmm. for the podcast we did break the silence. I'm grateful to be back with it. I'm just playing. I had to bury the hatchet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, tell us about mechanical engineering, bro. Like, what are your goals with school? Um, My goals with school are just to, like, get out of here and just, yeah. like, start my life. Do you have, like, a dream job, though, with engineering? Um, Yeah, yeah. like, working out west, uh, like, in aerospace, mm -hmm. something like that. That would be, be probably, like, the ideal situation. Anything specific with aerospace? Um like rockets or like space technology stuff like that it's like by my goal okay cool cool like it's got to be out west though like in arizona mm. utah colorado let's not california though why not california expensive like hella crime I, I just don't think it's like a good place to start a family yeah too many people way too many people i don't know like any of the regions of california who the hell even knows that shit who even knows like like who besides the people who live in california know what the fuck is going on in that state it's so big yeah. there's so many seasons it could be like snowing right can't it be like snowing and like 90 like the north and like at the same time down below. yeah yeah well yeah it's like a very long state i heard they uh i heard they breed uh human beings like clone human beings in california in some parts 
I, I wouldn't be surprised. I think that's probably true. I heard I have a twin brother out there named Koo. Yeah. Someone stole a hair from me okay. when I buzzed my head. And now there's another uh, me, Cali. Okay. His name's Koo because he's cool like that. sold your hair after he, after he chopped Koo. it off. For a large sum. I'm sure. Yeah. A, Who knows what's going on with Koo back in Cali. Yeah. I don't know. You think you got a doppelganger out there somewhere? No. Why not? There's no one like you're too unique. I'm too special, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I'm a very uh, empathy-focused person as an aspiring counselor. Um, and love is just such a giant part of empathy, um, which begs the question um, that I think I'm going to start asking a lot of my guests. Maybe, maybe not, but I'd certainly like to ask you, Teddy. I'm going to start with the negative and then we'll build up to the positive to end on a good note. When when was a time in your life that you felt a lack of love and you felt like you really needed needed some love and what did that teach you, you know? What do you what do you what have you taken with you from that experience? Lack of love. I don't know. I feel like there there wasn't really a time where I felt like a lack of love. I feel like I have like I have a very like loving family. Mm. And no time, no no time when you were like down bad with a chick no, or anything. Not, not like that. Most of the time, where I like my toughest times, like worrying about like chicks, just like figuring myself out. Mm. Um, I guess like my most down down bad times was probably like this time, nah, like Christmas twenty twenty one. It was tough. I was, like, yeah, I was like trying to like figure out like what I want to do. Mm. I felt like no one like really like understood. Like I like mm. try to talk to people. Like they like understand. Like they're just like, I don't know. They're like, you'll figure it out. I'm like, bro, like that's what yeah. I'm trying to do. Like you're not helping me just by saying that. Yeah. So, I guess that. Um, what pulled you out of that? You think? I just like trusting like my gut. Mm. Like my gut, like instinct is like what like led me to like where I am right now. Mm. So. Yeah. I had a uh, philosophy friend actually tell me that your intuition can be God. Like your intuition is like God working through you. And as a Christian guy, what do you, what's your perspective on that? Oh, yeah, I think that's true. I think that like, like God can like act in like, like that gut feeling you have. I think mm. that, can, that can definitely be like God. Like I've had like multiple experiences like that. Mm. Like I just like felt something in my gut where I'm like, like, like this isn't supposed to like happen. Yeah. Like I'm not supposed to be here or like I need to be doing something else in my life. Like stuff like that. Like I've definitely had that before. Mm. I think that's true. I think you should like listen to that for sure. Like, yeah, I really like that idea that that God can speak to you through intuition because it feels so much more like flow. Yeah. Like if you feel like you really know you're not supposed to do that, it goes back to that Marcus Aurelius quote: um, "Stop arguing what a good man should be and be one." It's mm -hmm. kind of that like you have some higher spirit that's that's guiding you through shit. Yeah, and I think that most people um, might not even come into contact with that feeling unless they're in a place of um, I don't want to say desperation, but Maybe it's the lonelier times that that intuition, that kind of higher spirit might filter into your life and you might recognize it better than you would if you were in like a perfect spot. Yeah. So maybe that's a good way of, so let's tie this back around now. Um, what's a time in your life where you felt an excess amount of love where you were like, excess sounds pejorative, How, a, a good amount of love where you like, wow, like this is so memorable because of this, this raw feeling of love that I'm experiencing right now. Like tell us about that. Um... Probably just like like going back home after like 
being in college mm. and like seeing like how much like your parents miss you yeah and like not like my sister's in arizona mm. like every time i see her it's just like so it's it's so different like you take it like for granted like growing up like in the same house as like your sister your family like your dogs yeah and then like once you like leave and like but then go back you really feel like oh damn, it's different like, yeah like yeah like these people really love me mm -hmm. like they're not just like telling me like what to do with my life like yeah they, like actually like, care about me so I, I don't have like a specific like moment but just like every time i go home i just feel like that like yeah very like loved and like i'm just like thankful that i have like a good family and that's great stuff like that yeah i think one thing about kind of getting to 21 and getting past the first couple of years of like going home after going to college and stuff is like one thing that i'm like starting to really appreciate is um is like these friends that i have and link back with at home even though that number gets smaller and smaller every year it's yeah. like those numbers that stay there like it's a lot it's like a lot more quality like feeling that like when you spend with them like it feels like you're really really giving your energy up to somebody who cares yeah and like at first you know when you first leave for college it's a sad thing but it's just a part of like getting older where you're like mm -hmm. you're just appreciative that there are those couple people yeah where it like feels good to like s speak some truth you know what i mean like no matter if that's some bad shit that's going on or whatever mm. this turned really philosophical and deep fast as fuck it did <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> what the hell yeah. what was like another question i wrote down that was like light Oh, here's a good one. If you had to walk into a college classroom right now and teach something, what would it be? What do you think you could like you know about enough to be like give a couple classes on it? Um I probably teach like a math class, something like that. A math class? Yeah, I could do a math. This is this is the divide where me and Teddy don't speak to each other. <laughs> nah, bro, Teddy's smart as fuck. I, I don't know if I could teach which math? Which math? I I could I don't know. I I'm good at like calculus. I could teach a calculus class. A uh, calc? Yeah, I could teach like a calculus class. Um, I dropped out of calc. But, like, I could, I would, I'd probably teach like a, a literature class on like just like Ernest mm. Hemingway. Like, Ooh. Like my favorite author. And, Damn. Like, yeah, that would I be really, sick. Uh, yeah, I really enjoy reading his books. And he has like a bunch of like cool quotes too. And he's just like a cool guy, like in general. Would you tell us about him? Like, like bro's just like super rough, just like very gritty um do you know about like what time period he was in yeah like uh early, like early to like mid 20th century okay so, okay like, tough was, guy like, yeah yeah tough mm. guy like in um when he was like young he like lived in paris and he just has like a bunch of like cool experiences he was in world war one he was an mm. ambulance driver damn on the italian front in world war one and he wrote a book about that called a farewell to arms oh, it's a shit. really good book it's a like a fictional story but it's like based on his gotcha experiences in the war how thick is his writing like is it like pretty decipherable for a yeah, college yeah. student 2023 oh for sure like he, that's what that's like one of the so reasons. weird saying 2023 but sorry yeah right. no like that's like one of the reasons i like him just like he's like a very like straightforward writer like, mm. like very little fluff it's yeah just like very like objective straightforward like you're not like spending time no bullshit. Like, figuring out what he's saying yeah no bullshit mm. that's like exactly it like he was just a rough guy like a fighter like he was he was a so like his writing kind of reflects that he's just very straightforward no bullshit no yeah around the fact he's just like which i like it's it's cool to read that what's um, your favorite book like is he, if he is is he your favorite author yeah so who's, sure. who's your what's your favorite book um then? i like the sun also rises a lot um by who is that by him yeah by him and also like the old man in the sea is good mm. i read it's that in high book. school yeah it's a good yeah book. that it's was a good like book. you read it like an hour yeah but, like it's like it's just like a good like yeah good book 
Yeah, I'd be reading every now and then. Every now and then. Yeah. I'd be reading fiction type shit just to get into it because that's kind of like a New Year's resolution I have. There was a, I just saw, a, a, every now and then I, I run into like a quote by him mm -hmm. that I find like very interesting. And I just found one. Was, was he the one, was he like the short story you told me the other day? Or maybe that was yesterday where you said like baby shoes for sale? Yeah, and you yeah that was him. Me, yeah, that was him. That was yeah, him. That was, yeah. yeah, the shortest story ever was for sale, baby shoes, never worn. Never worn. Yeah. Here's Damn! This is a, Ernest, Ernest, yeah, have, Ernest, Ernest. <laughs> my boy Ernest with Ernest that flow, show, that poetry flow. Yeah, bro, is different for that. <laughs> All right, that is a sad short story. Here, here is here is this quote I found my own. All right, bet says when people talk, listen completely. Don't be thinking what you're going to say. Most people never listen, nor do they observe. Wow, so I found that very like. What's with right. these backhanded comments, Teddy? Nah, uh, nah, like that. nah. <laughs> What's nah. the deal, bro? I feel like that was like a good like introspective quote for me. <laughs> yeah. I, sometimes yeah. I'm, I'm definitely like guilty of that like I'm like talking to someone, and like they're like talking. I'm just like waiting like for mm. me to say like my shit, and it's like not like you're supposed to like just listen. I can pair that quote with um a good psych lesson that I just learned from um learned in it. I don't remember which professor told me it was a while ago, but sometime last year we we're talking about anxiety in social situations um, with people that you might not know that well. And um, a great uh, way to combat getting nervous talking to people that you don't know super well is intentionally listening like harder than you usually do. Once you bring so much attention on a one person, like it tricks your brain into focusing on things outside of yourself. And Jordan Peterson also talks about um, like people who use the word I more often or like speak about themselves are typically dealing with like more negative emotion so maybe if you're in a social situation and you find it and you're like a nervous person uh especially like at parties or stuff or like maybe talking to a chick like maybe you should just like work on listening better maybe you're just not a great listener yet that's a good point I yeah like yeah yeah so and that's the one thing that i'm definitely gonna have to like like lock into for counseling and stuff it's like dude like you i guess i couldn't miss a beat mm-hmm yeah, you have to like listen to everything <laughs> and like pay attention to like body language like see like yeah is he, like yeah truth or now or is he like sad when he's saying this like is yeah. it, like what's going through his head yeah i i don't know i just the more i talk to people the more i'm like the more i'm like you know i went into undergrad like being pretty naive about psych and i'm like oh you speak to people and you know you just like you're there as a just a good listener and whatnot but dude people are just so ridiculously complex that once you do start like figuring out that you know i don't think anybody's i don't think i don't think anybody is born like well i guess that might not be true like do you think people are born great listeners or no you know people are like do you think that people are born great listeners or do you think that some people are just born more introverted than others uh, i think like both can be true yeah like yeah yeah i, mean, I think if you're i think if you're more intro like introverted i think like you're probably going to be better at listening because like like a lot of the time like you probably don't want to be talking so you're just like listening mm. you know so you kind of like soak in more yeah 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 that's definitely not like i'm trying to like i'm definitely like the one who like always leads conversation in groups so i'm trying to like pull myself back a little bit more mm. yeah notice like butt in when i like really excited to say something which isn't always bad like sometimes you need that energy yeah but then um like you will notice so many more things once you like pull your attention back to like being a good ass listener, which mm -hmm. is tough. I mean, it's hard to say just like don't focus on yourself. Yeah, you know what I mean, like how do you really, especially like if you're in a conversation with someone like you're not like super like close with. Yeah, you're also thinking about like oh like what am I gonna say next? Like yeah, 
like how should I respond to this like and it's hard like when you're listening to someone because you're like if they're like asking questions like you're like responding to the questions in your head but they're like still talking so it's like yeah you have to like you, you're like so ready to say some yeah. shit but yeah, yeah you just like have to listen to like the whole thing yeah I guess one goal I'd have with this podcast like talking to people was like it actually it would be great practice for counseling like making the other like the guests comfortable enough to like really be like yeah. themselves mm-hmm. but then how do you like introduce humor into that too because then if you like make the wrong joke you know humor is so subjective that's like you just gotta smile real hard so they know that you're like not trying to fuck with yeah, them yeah 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 yeah. just be like the happy-go-lucky guy like I feel like Lex Friedman is really good at like throwing out like subtle humor and like not just being like overly like yeah. smile. But he also has like geniuses on his fucking podcast. Yeah, he only has like super smart, influential people. Yeah, I I like Lex Friedman a lot. It's yeah, good. but well, this was great. Um, I think this is a good time. Uh, before we close out, Ted, do you have anything that you would like to inform the people about for your future ventures? What should they be? What should they be? What should they be ready for? from Teddy Van Fossen here in the next couple years. What's the game plan? They should be ready for me to disappear off the map completely. Never hear from me. And never speak to anybody again. I'm going to be in a cabin in Utah. Dude, I'm coming. Like, that sounds sounds lit. Y'all never going to see me again after this. Buy a national park. Teddy's a big national park guy. Big hiker. He's an Eagle Scout. Bro, you didn't even mention that at the beginning. You're an Eagle Scout. I am an Eagle Scout, yeah. I'm going to build a house, live in it, and... That's it. Pop off social media. Nah, don't do that. You gotta watch you and Woo. Alright, fair enough. I'll keep the I'll keep a burner going. Yeah. Yeah, facts. Like KD, you'll get caught up and I forget to switch accounts. Yeah. Yeah. I'd defend myself. Yeah. But um real quick, I wanna know like how has Eagle Scout like how has been Eagle Scout like affected your cause I know it has. How has it affected your outlook on recreational activities? As compared to the average college student, recreational activity. I'm um, trying to. I'm trying to make this a fancy way of you to talk about hiking. Hiking? Yeah, like your favorite hiking spots. My favorite hiking spot. Okay, that was <laughs> yeah, not what I was getting from the first. Yeah, All my right. bad. My bad. Um, it's a work in progress, like we said. Yeah, my favorite hiking spots. Um, really, like anywhere. I, w- I mean, there's like good hiking, like here, like in Ohio. There's mm-hmm. good hiking. You just have to like look for it. Like where? Um, Don't gatekeep now. I'm Everybody, tune in. This man, he been places. Yeah, um, if you're like Peninsula, there's good hiking there. Um, Tuscaroras County, Ohio. Okay. Good, good hiking. Um, like Southern. That's near Columbus, right? Southern Ohio. Um, I'm sure there is. I just like haven't like explored. Yeah. Much around here. Yeah. Like anywhere out west is just like fire. Amazing fire. Yeah. There's a lot of good hiking like West Virginia. Um, I went to this one place called Dolly Sods in West Virginia. It was crazy. It was super cool. That sounds cool. Yeah. Nice, man. Yeah, there's a lot of good hiking. You just gotta like look for it. Me and Ted, we're gonna go on spring break on a crazy ass hike last year. And then I brought it up again this year. And this man scheduled a vacation without me. It's I'm not sorry, his bro. fault. It's not his fault. It's a family thing. Yes, it is. I just don't want to be like the normal, like I don't want to do the Florida beach shit, bro. I don't want to like go catch a, uh, std in like miami just to like get the experience yeah yeah go on like a solo backpacking trip. yeah i'm just gonna go solo in montana just like pray a lot <laughs> do it dude <laughs> dude that would be fucking crazy yeah. i would have to document that shit it would be surreal but i guess that would be against the point some of like my favorite memories in boy scouts were like backpacking hiking like when i'm like by myself or like, yeah. like one other guy like very like hmm. okay you can just like 
You don't have to like worry about like talking. You're it just, seems like, like a lot of prep. You know, like who, how how would a guy who doesn't even know the first thing about setting up a tent, like do that shit? Bro, you just like internet, bro. You you can yeah. learn anything on YouTube in a matter of minutes. Like if you like find like you can like rent out tents from like REI, like super cheap. You don't have to buy one because they're expensive. You can like what's like the cheapest tent? One person tent. I don't even know. As far as tents go, I don't know. I mean, they're like a couple hundred bucks, maybe. Yeah, probably something like that. Well, you maybe I will use for cheap. It doesn't have to be brand new, dude. That would be crazy. That I've never thought about that. I could do a fucking solo trip in spring. You just like mm-hmm. find myself without like the crazy ass college kids in Florida. Like I definitely avoid that. Mm-hmm. Sounds like trouble. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, this was great. Um, yes, I'm very appreciative of Teddy coming out and supporting my first YouTube episode of You and Woo, which will hold full episodes, I think, at least until I get like a crazy ass deal on Spotify and just cash out. But yes, sir. this is great. This is fantastic. Teddy, thank you very much, sir. And that concludes the first, the very first You and Woo YouTube podcast. Yes, sir. Upload. Thank you, Teddy. Appreciate it. Ah, beautiful, bro. (laughs)